0: Hey everyone, this is Luis, and you are listening to Single, Bilingual, and These Get Ready to Mingle, an audio diary of a queer Latinx migrant who is recently back in the market, and these get ready to mingle. In each episode, I share my thoughts about relationships, breakups, self-love, and those special aha moments that have given me a new perspective on life, myself, and how I approach romantic relationships. Thank you for listening, and I hope you find something here that will resonate with you and make you feel connected. Hey everyone, this is Luis, and you're listening to the last episode of Season 1 of Single, Bilingual, and Disque, Ready to Mingle. So on last week's episode, you all got a little bit of an introduction to my very first relationship, approximately, wow, eight years, well, we began eight years ago, right? So almost a decade ago, wow. So some of you all know William and Louise. some of you do not know William, some of you do. So, you know, it was a really great opportunity it was it was really nice to just kind of reminiscent reminisce i'm sorry i'm esl as per usual about you know my journey with him together and how we are very different people now and so just like my journey to chicago right like a lot of people that i've met in my i guess you could say adult life don't really know much about like my utah life and i feel like you know some of my utah friends don't always know a lot of my chicago life either so i think it was a really great way to kind of merge both of my worlds together so yeah what you're about to listen to is part two of the season finale and you know through in part two there are you know there is some listeners what listener discretion is advised they there is some potential kind of triggering kind of trigger warnings that i guess should be shared or should be you know the listener should be informed you know we it talks about a lot of relationships And a lot of issues within relationships that, you know, are very tough and very, very, very difficult to discuss and very difficult to revisit. So just giving you all a heads up, there is listeners, listeners, I don't even know how to say this. Sorry. Listener discretion is advised. But no. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed this season. I've had a really great time it's been a journey it's been such a fucking journey and i'm really excited i'm working on some other stuff for season two so be on the lookout for that and once again thank you all so much for your love and your support and i hope you enjoy this last episode thanks for listening you know because when i first moved here i came into an empty apartment And I slept on a fucking air mattress with a $5 pillow from Target, Mm -hmm. you know? And I wanted to shower and realized there was no shower curtain. Yeah. And there was no soap and shampoo and conditioner. and. Yeah all this stuff and i had to like get my i had to build all this life by myself while you were still on on, on your way so it was like this almost like i am preparing the household for us you know and like, yes i remember going to target and buying the black and red towels and oh, it's like yeah. oh look at our towels and like black and red was and like, their
1: plates
0: and all this. black and yeah. red was like our theme for our bathroom and stuff like and so for me it was so interesting because like I had never lived away from home and you've never lived away from home. I've never right. built a home with anybody before in my life. Right. You know? And so when I was living there for my, with myself for about like two weeks, I got very comfortable and then you show up and I felt that you were like invading my space.
1: Oh my God. Yes. Uh, I was uh, like, trigger. Uh. Yeah. And uh. so
0: also like at that time, I also was, I, I was going through grad school and I Oof. went through Hell a lot. Yeah, you did. A lot. That also at that and you were going through a lot. Yeah, we were all We, we were, were going through it. our own shit and we weren't really communicating cuz we didn't know what we I don't think I knew what was actually happening
1: while it was happening. Yeah, it was a very difficult time. Like I always refer to my time in Chicago as like the best and the worst year of my life. You know, worst obviously being the relationship and the things that we had to go through yet kind of like being there for each other while also trying to like process our own individual situations that we were going through you with grad school and the stress and also um, you know having to perv- be the head of household you were uh, you you had a twenty one thousand dollar a year stipend and you know you I were feel exposed <laughs> and you know we were broke as shit and I could not find a job to save my life I was applying everywhere obviously that gets to you after a certain amount of time you I fell into like a depression I was extremely homesick my relationship was very strained um, and just stressful. Everything was very stressful at that point in time. But, you know, things kind of leveled out for a minute.
0: Things were, yeah, things were really hard. Like, I remember I was really stressed with grad school. Grad school was taking over my life. And, like, it was, it's, it's very demanding. Yes. Both physically and emotionally and mentally. I was, like, exhausted. I had to come home. I had to make sure that, you know, like, if I didn't pay the rent. Yeah. Like, need, like, I was responsible for your rent, my rent, my food, your food. Like, I was financially responsible yeah. for two human lives. Right. S- two adults. So, like, I went from, like, having to, I remember this very clearly. Like, my most expensive bill that I used to pay was $60, which was my Sprint bill, you know. And then I went from, like the most I spent for bills and responsibilities was $60 a month to like, all of a sudden I have to pay over $600 for rent and I have to pay food and I have to pay all these things. And I also have to go to school and I have to read three books and write these critical think pieces and I'm coming home and, you know, I'm having this huge financial burden. And then I come home and I was like, how many jobs did you apply to? Yeah. I remember that. I was just like very, like, on edge all the time. All the time. I was all. on edge all the time. All the time. And, and I was like, yeah. did you just lay here all day? Like, and I didn't, like, at the time, like, you were depressed. Yeah. You were fucking depressed, and you couldn't get out of bed because you were depressed, and I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. No, I was, like, not in a good place. I didn't know that. that yeah. That was, like, maybe one Like, I couldn't two. see that, you know? Yeah. You were all caught up in, in what you were going through, which, you know, I don't blame you for you were extremely. Yeah. You were very on edge. Like, most of the time, so actually all the time, but I mean, yeah, we, we were both going through through our own little things, but yeah, I was like severely depressed until I found a job that, that kind of like helped me out. Cause all the friends that all, everybody that I knew were mm-hmm. your friends. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any of my own. Right. And it was always the talk was about school and like critical race theory and like Michelle Foucault like or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Right, right. And it's like all the time and I'm like, God, get me out of here. <laughs> like yeah, what I am hate I doing? I was like, get me the fuck out of here. But um Yeah, I
0: mean you know. Yeah, it was really hard. And like I remember coming home and I'd see a Starbucks cup on the counter and be like, Why did you buy Starbucks? We have coffee at home. You know, I was very like controlling and I was a very ugly person. Yeah,
1: you got really controlling.
0: I was like, yeah, because it was just like, like, where are you going? I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I, I, I was very controlling and I was very mean and I'm sorry for that, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember, like, you trying to come and cuddle me. And be like, don't fucking touch me. I'm reading. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, and then you remember me screaming and yelling, taping on the floor, and fast, 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 fast. Fuck. You know? <laughs> Trigger. And, like, all those things. Yeah. And, like, you were there for my performance. and Ooh, You, talk- came, you <sighs> came to see me for my performance. But I don't think we were in a good place. We were
1: not in a good place because... I remember that it was like St. Patrick's Day weekend, close to your performance. It was like midterms or something. But anyways, it was the night was of your before, performance. Oh, it was the night of my performance. It was, so, <gasps> it was the night of the performance, and you were so stressed out, and you had rehearsed this performance piece for hours, for weeks. And you were tweaking it, and you I was like, you're going to be fine. You've practiced this. You're good. You know, obviously still trying to be supportive about it. But you were just like, oh, my God, it has to be absolutely perfect. Like, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and I do remember that you wanted water. So I went and grabbed a water, and you were just about to go um, and perform. And I was like, babe, do do you want the water? And then you just, like, shooed me away. I don't remember that. Don't yeah. Like that. Oh no, you shooed me away, and I think Kelly saw Kelly, or who was there with me? The Toledo's? No, the Toledo's were not at your performance. Yeah, they were. Were they really? Yeah. Oh my God, everything. Ricky
0: and the Toledo's were there.
1: Oh, okay. Well, no, it wasn't. I they th- left I after it, my performance. It may have been. It may have been Janabi, um, that was there, and and they saw, uh, they saw that. And you, I just was like, oh my God, me like he doesn't even appreciate me wow. like that. Ooh, like that really, I actually was on the verge of tears when I went to go sit down, but like I had to keep it together because it was like the performance, um, you know, and there was like a lot of people and stuff. So I just kind of t- took a few deep breaths and, and I was like, well, calm down. Like he's about to perform, like he's very stressed, but you know, how, how do you, how can I keep it together after like so many months of, you know, you being a total dick, <laughs> so yeah
0: i'm shook i do n- i have no recollection of that. yeah
1: i literally was like here you go the <clears throat> water bottle and you were like just, uh. like literally i know
0: how housewives feel now yeah whenever they get called out on things that they say on camera and they're like i don't remember i don't remember i now i know how that feels like i do not recall that to be honest like i think yeah i literally i was stressed to the motherfucking max to the like i put so much pressure on myself there was just so much pressure like this is my Graduate recital. Like, if I don't pass this, I'm not going to get my master's degree. Right. So it, for me, it was just like a huge, huge night. And like, I, yeah, when I get upset or when I'm angry or when I'm stressed, I'm not a cute person. No, you're not. I'm not, and I, I, I don't realize and I don't recognize the way that I treat people because yeah. I like that for me, I do not. I literally have no recollection of that. Yeah, no. I'm like a motherfucker. And for you, that was such a big thing. And so I think that definitely set the tone for the night. Yeah it did because and i had no idea i had no idea i had no idea because i was such a fucking asshole caught up in my own shit yeah i'm sorry it's okay yeah. we've talked i feel like we've talked about we, most we have of talked about it so that's why we can talk about it
1: now yeah right? exactly
0: and i think yeah because yeah definitely yeah so i'm sorry for that it's okay
1: we later went out to dinner and i think like we were kind was, of no it wasn't that was the fateful night that was the night after it
0: was the same weekend though. It was right? the same weekend. I think your yeah. performance was Oh yeah, high. that when we that day I think we went out like in Evanston and it was like a Yeah. And then we went out again and I think there was already like a lot of tension building up between the both of us. A lot of tension. And we- yeah, I remember there was the very first time things happened. I don't know why, but you were I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to let you leave the bathroom. You were in the bathroom. You were like, get out of my way. I was like, no, you didn't want to talk about something. I just remember I wanted, I needed you to talk about something. I vaguely remember that. And I, it it was, you were inside the bathroom and I was out like at the doorway. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to talk to you. Move. And I was like, I'm not going to move. You're going to talk to me because I do not even remember what it was about. Honestly, it was just like, you know, and I was like, no, you're just like, you better fucking move. Like, I'm, I it's like, I'm not letting you leave this bathroom until you talk about, or whatever. I don't know. I, don't, I literally don't even remember. And you, what you, what do you, and I had my hand, like, across, like, the yeah, door was, frame. Like, mm-hmm. And you, like, move my hand and push me. Yeah. Out, out of the way, and I, like, sit on the, on the bed, because her bed was, like, right next to the bathroom oh, door. Yes. And I was shook. I was shook that, like, you laid your hands on me, right? And it, like, because we have always had such a loving and caring relationship like we had never this one time in bed you want me to slap you and i was like no i don't believe in violence <laughs> remember i was like i don't believe yeah. in violence i was, I was like, like my whole thing and i was like okay and then i slapped you and i slapped you real hard and i was like whoops like i like sorry life is about balance i did not know the life of balance back then but we never we were never physical together and when you pushed me i was like I started crying. I don't know. If, you, don't, you don't remember that? I don't that? remember that, no. I, I used to cry a lot, though. But I, I I was crying. I was like, I can't believe you pushed me. And I, I was like, I can't believe you pushed me. Mm. And I was just crying in bed. And then, yeah. So there was already this, like, tension of me controlling you, both physically and financially, and me, like... With work, with my time. I mean, it really got really bad. Me being, I mean... What was the, What's the word? I was very dismissive. Yeah. Like, I would make you feel really big, but at the same time, I would make you feel really small. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very condescending sometimes. Yeah, you were. And I would, like, put you down, and I would, like, think that I have all this power over you because... I had the money or whatever. You know what I mean? It was just... A, yeah. Let's call it... Let's call it spade a spade. It was an abusive relationship. It was... It became an abusive relationship. It
1: became an abusive relationship. And it became one, like, really quickly.
0: And it was... I didn't know... I I didn't... This... I think this is the very first time I've actually said that out loud. I never... I would never say that I, I was in a... I don't want... Like, I don't want to believe that. I mean... But it is what it is. Right. You know? I don't think... I... I didn't intentionally, like, I didn't do it on purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I did the best. That That's my, every time I talk, I think about that time period, which is a very difficult time period. I just tell myself, like, I did the best with what I knew at the time. Like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't mean to, like, abuse you or make you feel powerless or make you feel small, you yeah. know? That's what I was doing, and I, I, I wasn't aware, you know, there was no awareness of my own. I wasn't aware of myself. And I was just like, when I say you saw all my demons, you saw all my demons. Like all of it. And I didn't, looking back, it's like, yeah, why would you want to be in an
1: abusive relationship like that? Right. And, you know, the following night after your performance, there was all this pent up tension between us. I mean, it was, at least for me, I can talk about my side of it was that, you know, it was months of, putting up with your shit <laughs> while still trying to be supportive and, you know, like still trying to make this work. Um, and then we went to the bars in Boys we were super drunk. We got, we got pretty lit. Um, and after the bars, we, we were hungry. I was tired. I had, not had a drink in a few hours and I was just ready to go home. It was cold. It's March. I just wanted to go home and we were with our friends Um, and then we had to go through uh, Wrigleyville and it's St. Patrick's Day weekend. All the bros are out. The cops are in horses, like on, on horses and it's just a fucking scene and we get lost. We lose you. Like you ran somewhere. Like you
0: just, sometimes we're not, you know, you know those memes of like when your drunk, friend gets drunk and runs
1: literally me. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Literally. But you just, uh, yeah, you just booked it. And I'm over here with the two other people we were with. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, la chingada Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then we go to McDonald's and I order and blah, blah, blah. And as I'm, like, texting you and, like, calling you, you're not answering. And then you answer the phone and you're like, what? I'm like, where are you? You're like, I'm at the fucking burrito place. <laughs> right. So you forgot a big
0: part of the story. Yeah. We were supposed to meet at the burrito place. Okay. Yeah. And we were going, I was like, okay, I'll meet you
1: there. Then I don't know why. And then you okay. guys
0: decided to go somewhere else and didn't tell me because I, and I didn't find out because I didn't pick up my phone. You were calling me for some reason. You guys just decided to go to McDonald's instead
1: of the burrito place. I don't remember why, but yeah. Yeah. You just reason, You guys
0: went to McDonald's instead of the burrito place and you were trying to call me to tell me that, but I wasn't picking up until i got reason, yeah. until i got to the to the burrito place and i was like where are you yeah and you're like at mcdonald's i'm like why didn't you fucking tell me yeah and you're like i was you didn't answer your phone and so i was like okay whatever so then i get
1: to mcdonald's then you get to mcdonald's as, you're like, as i'm walking, walking out and the first thing i say like why the
0: why didn't you fucking tell me you came to mcdonald's and what do
1: you do i'm like don't talk to me that way i was like i called you i texted you you didn't pick up your fucking phone and then we start uh walking more towards the sidewalk like towards the actual street again there's like a million people outside um and you were just yelling in my face and and then i just grabbed you by your coat and i was like don't you ever fucking talk to me that way again and then so i remember it very differently (laughs) I said, why
0: the fuck did you not tell me you were coming to McDonald's and I remember you yelling at me. I don't know what you were saying. You yelled at me. You grabbed me by my shirt, yeah, and you like pushed me like six feet. Like you, you didn't just like push me. You like pushed, walked me. Like you put, you
1: grabbed me. And you I did. Me, like, I did. I grabbed. Yeah, yeah. Like I, a I long did. way. Like you pushed me. It like, wasn't like a, it wasn't like half a block. No, miss. It, was, it like, was like it was a walkway. It was a, f- it was a couple. It was, it was a like few the steps. walkway
0: from like the sidewalk to the doors of McDonald's because you pushed me against a car. You
1: grabbed me and you like push walked it pushed me you. up until up against a car and I just lost it by then I was and seeing I just, red
0: I, I you were livid like you were livid that, and I was like
1: literally yelling at me in my face and I had I, that's when I snapped you snapped I snapped
0: you pushed you grabbed me so hard and you pushed me up against this car and
1: and then that's when I was like don't you ever fucking talk to me that way again
0: and my initial reaction I like bulk I, I fisted my fist or I I clenched my fist, and I took it to the side of your head. Yeah. And that was, like, I didn't think about it. I didn't, like – it. you know what I mean? Like, I was just – I was – alcohol is no excuse. But I was drunk, and I was yelling at you, and all of a sudden you're pushing me, and I'm up against a car, and I just – I don't know. That was just my instinct reaction, you know? I didn't – it just, like – it, you know what I mean and yeah. I think you just lost it and then I lost it and then people were trying to like record it record it and make it into a thing but I just that was it that was the only physical contact that happened that was it yeah and then we were on the train ride together yes and our friends had to split us up together it was
1: a mess it was I was like I can't believe this motherfucker did this and you know I, you're with Jesus I'm with with Janabi and he's like girl I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And y- you come up to me, and I'm like, get the fuck away from me before I push you on these tracks. I, the first thing I did was I apologized. Yeah, you did. And then I just... And I apologized I, like a million times. A million times. You're like, William, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I just remember. And I was like, don't even talk to me. Don't even touch me. Don't even look at me. Um, they, had a se- they separated us, and then... Um, we went into the, t- we went, the fucking train finally got there after so long. It just felt like forever. Um, and then Jesus was like mad at you, I think. Jesus was like mad at you or something. And, um, Janabi said, you know, we're going to Kelly's place. You're going to stay with Kelly. Like you cannot go to that apartment. And I was like, if I fucking go to that apartment, I'm going to jail. And, <laughs> and we, um, I just remember, going to Kelly's place. See, because that altercation is very out of character for me, which
0: is why I was so apologetic, but it is not out of character for
1: you.
0: (gasps) What do you mean it's not out of of character? Because you
1: always had these very,
0: like, Things of like, I want to like choke you. What? I
1: want to kill you. I want to chop your dick Oh my God, off. I didn't kill you. I said that afterwards because I was pissed. Okay, so full disclosure, I did issues. have a lot of like anger issues not, I, mean, I, I usually, I don't. So, you know. so what happened was I go to Kelly's place and then Kelly opens the door and then she's like, oh, like, honey, like I, I hugged her and then I was like, I'm so tired of this, Kelly. Like I'm just like, I'm tired of being treated like shit and like not valued and Um, I think she knew about, like, the whole performance situation that happened, like, the day before. She may have seen it. I don't recall exactly what. But, you know, like, then it just became, like, so much resentment towards you. And you know, when, like, I'm kind of fast-forwarding a little bit, but, like, when I moved back to Utah, I was, like, really dealing with a lot of anger towards you, and that's when, yeah, I was, like, I had, I literally had, like, dreams of, like, hurting you and, like, doing some fucked up shit, but, yeah, like, you know, it was, it was a very difficult time where I just, like, needed to process that and, like, just get that, like, let that go, Um, but, you know, during, at that point in time where, where this whole incident happened, um, you know, I was just, like, sad. I was, like, well, you know, this has happened to my grandmother, this has happened to my mother. I was like, I am not the one, like, I can't. And you know, and they've went back for their own reasons or whatever, different times or culture, or lo que sea, but I was like, no, Mm -hmm. not me. And one of the things that really hurt me was when I called my my mom the day after and I told her, she's like, ese hijo de su puta madre, que le pasa? And my dad called me a few hours later and he was like bawling his eyes out because I mean, he was he was the one that was like physically abusive to my to my mom, like perpetually. You know, our incident our, it was like a one time. Was an thing. anomaly. It, it was, was an, an-, an it was like, anomaly. It was like was yeah. I mean, any yeah. It was like an I would anomaly.
0: never hurt you, like, and you would never hurt me. Right. On, any under any other circumstances ever.
1: Right. Exactly. And. You know, it, it, And I don't
0: think either of us have ever gone into a physical altercation to that level since. Never. Right? So it's not, no, and
1: yeah. like, there wasn't, yeah, like, nada que ver. So, yeah, and then my father called me and he was like crying. He's like, you know, you need to come home. And then that's when the whole, William, you're coming home. You need to come back home. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember that night I was really angry with you because Kelly was my friend. She was my best friend. She was my rock. She and I started grad out school together like she was there through my through the performance through everything and yeah. I was like why are you taking my friend and then I I remember I was angry at you mm-hmm. you know because you were. I he just he it was too triggering for him so he se lavar las manos and he was like I'm I'm, I'm out, out of here I'm yeah. out of here I don't want to do deal with any of this yeah. and then you went to Kelly and I had no one else and so I had to go home to the apartment crying by yourself calling yeah. Kelly and Kelly's like I can't I can't I can't be there for you because your boyfriend is here with me crying to me too like yeah. and it was during finals and yes I had to oh my still, God, it I was. still had to like finish my performance was just part one of like it was everything that I need. I still had to do like 60 pages worth of papers, you know, three 20 page papers. And so did Kelly. And like, yeah, I had to deal with that. I literally was bawling and then writing a, a page, bawling, writing a page. And, you know, I was just like, why are you doing this to me? Like, Give me my friend back. Yeah, you I mean, know? but
1: I Luisa I had nobody else to go with.
0: You know, and so, but I, you know, I was, I was selfish and I was just thinking yeah. about it in my perspective. And then we went to couples therapy.
1: Yeah, so I don't think I've told you this. Pero, my, oh my God, here we go. Pero, I told you that it's like, we're going to couples therapy and I think we're going to like work this out or whatever. That wasn't my plan. I was, I was telling you that we were going to get back together. Because I needed to go, and I didn't. I didn't have any intention of staying with you after that. So you know, I just needed because you were so persistent, and I and you man, and I felt like you manipulated me quite well, and you were able to like. You don't change think my we mind. needed couples therapy? We needed a couples therapy, but I needed somebody there to kind of like me- to mediate to where to help you understand and to help us process what happened and everything else and then also to help you understand that this was like no longer gonna work and when we finally got to that place i'm not sure if you remember where we were with corina we
0: literally broke up in therapy
1: like yeah like we she's like what do you want to tell him or something like that and then she's like look turn around and like look him in the eye i was like i don't want to be with you anymore and you were like okay I remember it differently. Something like that.
0: I mean... I, I'm the one that made you turn around and tell me in my face, look me in the eye. I thought she was the one that no, said... No, it was me because I, I didn't want to believe... I couldn't believe it. You had said it... Like, you were... You, you, you broke up with me every therapy session. And I, I wasn't... <laughs> I didn't, didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe it. And I was like, no, I need you to turn around, look me in the eye, tell me you don't love me and you don't want to be with me. And you couldn't do it because you did love me. I did love you. And you didn't want to be with me. But I did But me... You know, being manipulative. I was like, I want you to look me in the eye and tell me I love you and I don't want to be with you. And you couldn't do it. And so for me, part of me that also was me like, I know he can't do it because he loves me. So because he loves me, he must want to be with me. Right? Like that was kind of my logic with the entire situation. Mm -hmm. And so until one day I was just like, okay, look at me and just tell me that you don't want to be with me. Tell me, Luis, I don't want to be with you Yeah, and then I did I, I, told I told you that it wasn't the you. therapist Because I needed <sighs> I, I needed that, like that for myself mm. Like, that's literally I was like, I need you to look me that And tell me, Luis, I don't want to be with you And you're like,
1: Luis, I don't want to be with you And I looked you dead in the eye and I was like, I don't want to be with you was, That was it That was that And then we went from like Okay, well, this relationship is over How do we transition you know how do we w- work through this because she because corina was like you know okay like my work is done here um but you know we wanted we obviously still meant a lot to each other i mean of course we lived together for lived three together. months for while three we months. broke up yeah <laughs> while we were already broken we were up really, like in such a fucked up situation it was literally such a clusterfuck that year
0: we were living together we would get in fights and i'd be like you can go sleep on the in the living room because I bought I this bed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I bought this I bought, bed. I paid for this bed. I paid for this bed. It was so bad.
1: Yeah, it was hella bad. But um th- June of that year, I went to Vegas for m- one of my nieces was born. I think it was Emma. Mm-hmm. Emma was born. In May. Yeah, it was like May, early June. Emma was born. And um my family was like, what are you doing? And I haven't seen my family for six months then. Oh, my God. So I just cried my eyes out, and they hugged me, and my dad hugged me, and it was just amazing. And then, um, you know, my niece was born, and they were like, what are you doing with your life? You haven't gone to school for this whole year. And that's when they told me, like, come back, and we'll pay for your school. Like, you need to get this done. But and the also, way that I
0: saw that, I saw that as your parents competing with me. And they're like, I and and at that time I was like, I can't compete with that. I can't pay for your school, even though I gave you all the tools and all the resources to be able to start school here in Chicago.
1: But I believe there was a uh, an I, instance oh, where I could not do and where I could not get in-state tuition, like where we looked at it, right? And I was finding a way to look to work around that for you, right? But we never really got to like an and actual we just never solution. Got we just never got there, yeah. or we never got there. But
0: at that time, I saw that as a competition between who's gonna keep William, me or his family. And I was like, I can't compete with his family paying for his school. Yeah. That's not fair.
1: Yeah. So then it kinda like quote unquote the tables were flipped in the sense that, you know, you left to Chicago for your education, but then I had to leave from Chicago to go back home and complete my education because at the end of the day, you know, I was not going to school and and I saw, it, that you know, that was, it really popped my bubble. I saw, like, you know, rent and food and all these things. And I was like, shit, I need to get, I need to get on it.
0: Maybe you needed all this to happen in I order did. for you to, like, really wake up.
1: I really did, yeah. And, like, I, I don't regret my my time here. And, like, you know, you and I have moved, have moved past our relationship that we had. But it was, like I mentioned, it was, like, the best and the worst year of my life. So I ultimately had to, had to decide do I stay in Chicago and try and make this work by myself and and then my my then boss was able to get she pulled some strings and was able to get me uh, from a part-time position to a full-time position so I could be able to afford to stay and I was looking at a second job so I'm not so broke all the time and and I was like do I do I stay in the city that I love and that I'm happy in or do I go back to a place that I don't want to be back in and really hunker down and and get this done so i ultimately had to be an adult and i had to make that decision and go back and you got it done because here you are and i got it done because here i am so that is why william came
0: to visit me here in chicago is to celebrate his graduation after so long (laughs) after almost 10 years since we've known each other since 2009 Mm. you know nine years it'll be nine years this december And I remember I told you, I, I believed in you. I loved you so much and I wanted you to succeed and I wanted you to walk across that stage and get that degree, not just for us, but for your family. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. I gave you this little teddy bear with a university of Utah t-shirt. I bought you a t-shirt, a university of Utah hoodie. I always believed in you. yeah You know, even when we were here in Utah, I was like, oh, we can get you to go to Truman and then we can maybe get transferred to UIC. Like, you know, all hope is not lost. And right you know, now you're here. Then now I'm you're here. here. Now you graduated. Yeah. And all that was made possible because of this breakup. Yeah. So the moral of the story is sometimes the best things in life happen after breakups or because of breakups. It's so or true. it wouldn't be possible if a relationship that you loved and cherished continued.
1: Yeah, it's so true. I mean, it's
0: our relationship has still continued. We're just friends now. Yeah,
1: we're just friends. But and you know it's just like transformed into something else and stuff but yeah you're 100% correct like i just actually just got out of a relationship a few months ago and you're you know and i i feel like i'm living my best life and i love myself a lot more and i'm learning a lot of things about myself and I, you know and i'm processing this breakup that i just went through completely differently than than what i than what i did with um with our relationship agreed uh, you know and we're two different people 6 years later five six years later so you know i would hope that there would be some growth and there would be some healthy coping mechanisms (laughs) throughout that time Mm -hmm. but yeah you know it's been some of the best things have happened and i don't regret i don't regret moving back that's for sure i don't regret moving back to utah because i'm very proud of myself and what i've accomplished but i'm glad that that's over (laughs) and i'm ready to move on
0: yeah well thank thank you so much for joining me today for
1: thanks for having me like
0: my second guest for season one so yeah i mean not all hope is lost i guess for people who break up and think can't be friends they can't be friends again or
1: it i mean it takes
0: work you know it takes a lot of work maybe we'll do a part two next time yeah but because it's just really long already but yeah so thank you so much for joining me today william do you have any last words for for me okay so i love this question it's very much inspired by Nos en el Swap Me and also by Letters to My Younger Self, What I Know Now. You know, knowing what you know now, what would you tell William that was leaving Chicago four years
1: ago? It will all work out. And I don't know why I'm getting, like, emotional about it. Um, That's but... the point of the question. <laughs> um, you know how difficult it was for me to go. Talk to William. <laughs> but it will all work out. You'll go through hell like you'll go through hell in your own way in in navigating higher higher education and and thinking that you're not good enough that you're not smart enough that you're unworthy, but you will work your ass off and you'll get it done and it'll be amazing and you'll be moving on with your life and on to bigger and better things that at this point in time in my life I may not know, but um I can't wait to see what um, what lies in my path for my future. What do you wish William knew at the
0: time that he didn't and he needed to know?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like going back to like repressing everything. <laughs> you are a repressor. You are a <gasps> repressor. My Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that question, at least that I can think of right now. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you so much for joining
0: me here in our studio. Yes. And I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I know it was very long, but, you know, sometimes when you have long history with people, you have a lot to talk about. Yeah. And I'm really thankful for you and for our relationship to be able to have this conversation. Honestly, like, I, I think... Yeah, I learned a lot about our relationship. (laughs) You know, four years later, like I you know no, and thank you like for 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 being later. so open and honest to talk about this because a lot of people don't like talking about this stuff with their exes you know and yeah. like those are very difficult conversations and i'm glad that we were able to cultivate a friendship after our breakup yeah uh, in order to be able to talk about things like this in a healthy way without any like anger or resentment or yeah. anything like that and obviously this was you know 4 years ago so no, it like was over five. 5 years ago it was such a long time ago so
1: yeah and like, we've both been in relationships since yeah and we've both been in relationships since we've gone through our own little things but look at us now you know so
0: yeah thank you for being part of single bilingual and this game ready to Middle. thank you thank you all for listening If you enjoyed listening to this episode of Single, Bilingual and Get Ready to Mingle, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us Cinco Estrellas, and leave a cute review. Special thanks to Khalid B from Afrobing for composing the song that you're listening to right now. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Disque Ready, that's D-I-Z-Q-U-E, Ready, and my own personal Instagram at Hola Luisito. And if you're looking to connect through email or you want to share any stories or any comments and let me know what you liked, you can always feel free to email me at dizquereddy, that's D-I-Z-Q-U-E, ready at gmail.com.